Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ, and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, Lisa, my darling, and welcome my listeners to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am pleased to be joining the studio with my old friend, Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And uh, Don is an expert on blending families, single parents, step parents, step families. And we've been in a series, back today's number 20, on how to uh, negotiate through a divorce culture uh, in a godly fashion to find peace and joy and to raise children that are not damaged and wounded by divorce, but to raise children that if someone were to look at them, they wouldn't even be able to tell that they've been through the horrors of divorce. Yeah, that the actions of the child are healthy, they're stable, they're wholesome, great relationships. Uh, great visions for future, working hard toward um, goals and dreams that they have in their life. It's just like normal kids, you know. Yeah, like and healthy normal kids. Just yeah. And you know the the problem with what we what we've been talking about in this program is the problem of how uh, our own issues um, drive us to wound our children. And you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, Don, if people could actually see the wounds that they inflict on their children, they'd be horrified. Oh, there'd be bloody footprints in the house. Oh, what is that from? Well, what you said about dad, mom. Well, then there's this horrible wound on their heart. What, what's that, the dad says? Oh, that's what you said about mom, dad. It is absolutely true what you're saying. This is hidden damage. Yeah. And it comes out uh, in the forms of behavior in the ch- children right. that are difficult. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why. Why is the child... Why doesn't the child have the spark for life? Why doesn't the child is, isn't filled with dr- dreams and visions of goals? Why does the child go alternative with relationships? Why is the child troubled? And there are antecedents, maybe even years prior to, the little damages that we have done yeah. are now coming to fruition. Right. You, know? you know, you see, like, the thing that came to my mind as you said that is those people who, the kids that dress, dress up as goths. Yes. You know, and they and that's not sometimes that's um, you know it's hard to raise children. I I've raised six, and I think you've raised seven. Seven. Oh dang it! I'm usually the I'm usually the bigger, but here I am, <laughs> Trump by Don. But uh, you know, we raise a lot of kids, and we we try we try our best. But and sometimes you know, uh, we have to be in prayer. In fact, always be in prayer about how we raise our children. But you know. Some of the things you can, some of the things that can come out of wounding our kids is they, they, they live an alternative life. They live goth. Um, they might even go homosexual or lesbian. Um, they might be rebellious. They might be rude. They might be insolent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might be drug users. Mm-hmm. They might be crime. They might be on the other side, overly clean, overly cautious, mm-hmm. overly sensitive, um, uh, perfect grades. Uh, 
perfect students, perfect people, dressing exactly. So it's not the criminal side either. It's just that it's not a balanced life. Not it a just, balanced It life. just comes out yeah. in various different forms. Yeah, because all those things are attempts to deal with the wounds that they got through the divorce. Yeah, and, the, and why are the children wounded? Because the parents are. And the parents are simply transferring that wounds into the lives of their children. Like you say, if we saw what we did, we'd be horrified. Yeah. Well, you know, your mother really wounded me. So let me tell you um, how I'm so wounded. And I hope you see and I hope you're sympathetic to me. And I hope you see that I'm right and she's wrong. That is a, that's an approach that is guaranteed to hurt deeply your child. Okay, here's one. Here, here's, a, here's a quick story, too. It's, it's quite interesting. Here it speaks out of our wounds, Mosley. Watch this. When, when, we had, when our kids were little and they went back and forth to the parents, you know, every weekend was just this influx and outflux of kids. We had hot and cold running kids in our house constantly. Like the tide. <laughs> like the tide. And um, when, when my wife's kids went over to their dads or my kids went over to their moms and they came back, this is what we told our kids. Now, we actually told our children this. When you come from the other's, other household, we want you to keep all the events and all the stories that happened over there to yourself. Oh, my gosh. We, told, we, we just felt that was no, Because you know what? Their stories of their happy lives over there and everything's wonderful and great things are happening. Um, if we heard any of that, it hurt us. Ah, mm-hmm. so we're wounded and how do you know you talk about children living out certain al- alternative behaviors because of their wounds what was my alternative behavior as a parent who was wounded well my alternative behavior was to tell the kids that if they had anything good to say about the other household to keep it to themselves wow well for example um, my ex's husband uh, had the means and the influence to one day when there was a 49er game playing in San Francisco, there's the 49er blimp. Well, the kids got a chance to ride on the blimp. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, cool. there's there's connections there he had, and he and the, his kids went. So what what were the kids going to come? They'd come home to our house. Dad, Mom, you know, Don, Mom, we all, we rode the blimp, you know. That's and, amazing. What a wonderful story. What a wonderful story. And I went, oh, that's good. And yeah, could you guys put your dirty clothes over here and get your backpacks ready, you know, and, and let's get on <laughs> with life. And just, you know. We, Don't speak of that anymore. We, we just went and just went quiet. Isn't it interesting? When great things happen, we just go, we, what do we do as parents? We acknowledge, we go, oh, good. Like that's, that's it. <laughs> that's know? like, you know, so like only one person in, you know, 200,000 or maybe a million have ever re- re- rode that blimp. On the Goodyear blimp. Oh, my gosh. And so you say, oh, uh-huh. yeah. okay, well, uh, let's get ready for dinner. Yep, let's get ready for dinner. <laughs> you know, go, go ahead and I want you guys to set the table now. Let's get going. I mean, we just, we just, oh we just get gosh. them into the, oh, yeah. And this happened all the time. I mean, my kids would, my stepkids would go to Hawaii and they'd be swimming in islands that few people visit and they just have a, and they'd come back with all these stories and, we go, okay, good, you know, okay, you know, get ready for dinner. <laughs> and we just lock up the stories. Don't talk of the good times. Yeah, and my daughter and my son with their side, certainly things happened good over there. They went on trips and had vacations and things, and we would just lock it up. So that's that's how we responded, the parents, to our own hurts and wars. Yes, because you were, you were hurt to hear that, 
there was success and happiness on at the Axis house. Furthermore, let me advance the story even okay. more. What I did, and this is incredibly important, Mosley, what I did also is any acknowledgement of my ex-spouse to me was painful. Well, my child's lives prior to divorce are filled with mom and dad stories. Yes, of course. All right. The mom was definitely relevant in their lives. And so was I. And so how did I respond to my children's past? I became silent. I blackened out their past any because their past was filled with their mother. And that was painful for me. So I essentially mostly, cut my children off at the knees. Yeah. If a, now let me just go general here. If a child's uh, parents are divorced when the child is 12 years old, commonly what happens is there's 12 years of that child's life that is now blackened out. Yeah. It's now quiet because right. that child 12 years involved mom and dad. That's painful for any one of those, both parents. And then we're not talking about my, me, but, but the both exes, are reluctant to speak of the good stuff that happened in the past because it involved the other parent is painful. So that is another evidence. Kids may go golf, gothic. Some kids may be over, overly clean or something. That's how they react to their pain. How do we react to ours? We don't uh, encourage or endorse our children's life over the other parent, nor do we encourage or endo- uh, endorse the information of the child's past. And so important to a child is this, is their past. The child is their past. Yeah, it's a huge part of them. It is a huge part. Look, when we look at the Bible, everything about the Bible God is doing with us is stretching us, putting our minds into the past and putting our minds into the future. Mm-hmm. He, he is not exalting mm-hmm. the present as much as he's exalting the entire history of mankind. You know, that is so true, because when God spoke to the children of Israel, he said, remember how I brought you out of bondage, how you were servants in Egypt, and I brought you out with, with miracles, and I brought you to this land. So he's, God is rehearsing with them. Don't you remember your past? Yes, and don't you remember your father's sacrifices and your mom's yes. sacrifices for yes. you? And, and, and so what the past does is it builds responsibility yes. and obligation. Yeah. Those are the two key things missing with our children today yeah. in our society, in our divorce culture mostly. We are exalting the present. We have nothing to do with the child's past, the 12-year-old child, nothing to speak of with that, no no. Con- concept of the chi- the parents' sacrifices for the kids. There's no obligation on the child, and so now the child's focus on is on rights and privileges and entitlement today. What are you going to do for me today? What do you? Because that's what's exalted in the kid's life. Yeah, and and as for the future, we're not going to ever speak of the future with the other, with the ex. There's no future there, so it's blackened out. So there's such a narrowness. There's such a um, loss of, you know, continuity from, there's such a loss of, of connectiveness with who they are. We want to bless, and here's the wording, for benefiting our families. We want to bless and embrace the whole child. 
Um, and we were talking off air. Let's say a child is uh, spending 30% with, with the ex and 70% of the time with you. Child's principally living with you and weekends over with the ex. That's 30% of the child that we blacken out. We, yeah. we don't want to hear all the good stories. We even hope that the other won't come to PTA, to the school event, to the football game. We're even a little disgruntled that they're going to come to the wedding. Yes, yes. And so <laughs> that's part of that blackening out. And then the child is all history, and we blacken that out. I mean, yeah. we absolutely... We cancel out the history. Oh my gosh! You know the photos, of the happy photos of before the divorce, the husband, the wife, and the child. Oh, those photos are gone. Yeah, they're they're they're, in, they're not up anymore. They're in the attic. That's yeah, right. Yeah, they're yeah. they're either burned or thrown away. Thrown away, burned, or buried in some box somewhere. There's no pictures of that. Yeah. There's no pictures of the child's fourth birthday. There's no pictures of the trip to Disneyland. There's no pictures of a happy, uh, you know, t-ball game. And particularly when you get married, your new partner oh, wow. is not really wanting to hear all the past stories either. Mm-hmm. And so there's you not wanting it, your new partner not wanting mm-hmm. it. And so that even even more so empowers us to close off the child's life. You know what? This so reminds me. You know, my dad divorced my mom and married a, a gal who, who uh, actually hated my sister and I without a cause. And they had their own set of kids. Um one day when my dad was dying, I went to visit him because I really wasn't invited to his house much after that, after they married because she didn't like me. And the house was filled with photos. Oh, you can't imagine the photos in that house. Every wall was just filled with photos of happy events and things and stuff. And I went through that house and I walked through that house. And you know what, Don? Even though my dad, even though my dad uh, at that time was uh, 75 years old, I could not find one picture of my sister and I in that house. I could not find one picture. That is a deep tragedy to you as a child. It is. And when my dad died, I flew to uh, Florida because I'm the oldest child. I'm his namesake. He's also Mosley Collins. And I was prepared to speak at his funeral. And my stepmother said, no, we don't want you speaking at your father's funeral. So that was just that effort to like blot out my relationship with my dad. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Not one picture at, at all. Mosley, uh, do you know how common this is? Do you know how common this is? And what I say it to, to parents, this may sound incredibly weird because we're in a divorce culture and talking about normal things is weird. But I say to every parent on their desk at work, have a picture of your children's mother or your children's father. With the kids, probably. With the children. Yeah. You have a picture with the children. So when the children walk in, they see dad, they see his desk, they may even see his desk at, at home, but there's their mother. Do you know how much those children will center on that picture? It will be, <laughs> that picture will be like a beam of light. This is a laser light to those children. And they will see, dad is honoring my mom. And cause that is their history. That's their life. I mean, that means they have a past. They're not, they didn't just wash up on the shore when they were 13 years old, like Driftwood. Yes. They actually had a, they had things that happened. They were great things that happened. And they. 
and, and you, they see that their dad cares for them. Now, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have to talk about how we sell that to our new wife or our new husband. Because I can just imagine, what is that picture doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, this is, what is she doing there? What is he doing there? <laughs> so we're going to do it for the kids' sake because we love them and want them to be healthy. And we'll be right back to talk about that. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with your host, attorney Mosley Collins. You can get a free copy of today's message on CD or any of Mosley's other messages by calling our office at 916-444-4444. Now let's get back to today's message. Thank you, sweetie. Um, so Don, how do we, how do we walk uh, the minefield of of, of, of the ex picture that the, the current wife or the current husband sees sitting there. Because, you know, I've had the experience of seeing the picture of, um, okay, Lisa was married before she married me. Yes. Uh, a nice guy named Dave. But I don't have his picture prominently in my house. And when I see the picture, I, I'm always like a little hurt because I think I should be their dad. Yes. Well, you can be too. Yeah. But but it, it comes down to, well, I'll tell you, it, the answer, the solution is listening to the entire series of this Parent <laughs> War series. Who is the child? The child is the mom and dad. And if every adult can buy into that, then every adult can exalt the bio mom, bio dad in that child's life because they know what the blessing they're doing to that child. Yeah. It's not focusing on yourself. It's focusing on the children and learning the sources of health. And the source of health is mom and dad. Look, yeah. I got to tell you something. We say we love our children, but mostly we don't demonstrate that love because we're not embracing the whole child. The child is time with mom. The child is time with dad. The child is the past. We accept our children when the children are with us. We accept our children when it involves us. But if it doesn't involve us, we do not accept the whole child. You know, if you actually think about the numbers, if you were to black out the past, and you, you're not going to accept that. You're not or talk gonna, about it. Yeah. Or talk about it. You're not going to accept or talk about when the child is at the others. Uh, or, or the future plans that the child has with the other. Oh, you know, we're not going to talk about how um, mom's going to take you to check out the university. That's right. That, that's with your mother. You just talked yeah, to your mom about yeah. that. Yeah. We, we're down to oh, about 25% of the person. And then we say... But I love my child. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't add up. And you know the child is aware that this is not adding up, that this, it's incongruent. Yeah. Because I hear my mom say, I love you. I hear my dad say, hopefully, I love you. But I'm not being embraced. Right. When it comes to a choice between their feelings and mine, they're going to they're gonna do this thing that blacks out me. It's hard, though. It's hard. We, we it got, is hard. It we got to start, start again and say, look, this is counterintuitive. There is not a blending family that I know that has embraced 
children's past fully. There's not a step parent I know that goes, oh, I'm just so pleased to see pictures of the other parent and the other and the child's activities with the other parent. You know, I got a quick story, Mosley, when I finally figured this out, this principle out with my own family, because our children are just wonderful today. And, and we have to ask why. Well, one of the reasons is back then, 10 years ago, I began embracing my children's life with their other parent. Uh, like I said, the story is my stepkids went to Hawaii with their parents, their dad, and their stepmom. And I said, I wanted to see all the pictures. And yeah. you know what my kids, <laughs> you know, do you know what my kids said? Boy, that is unusual. Yeah, and, that is and, so unusual. And my stepdaughter said, Dad, there's this, my stepmom in the pictures. And I said, I want to see them all. She said, you do? I said, I want to see them all because this is your life. Oh, wow. And, and thus they brought over the albums and I went through all the, I said, tell me all your stories. Wow. Because here's what that does. That is demonstrating to kids that, hey, life is going to be good for you. We're not. Uh, we're free. Yeah, we're free. Absolutely. Because if you don't do that, then you're telling the kids subliminally, there's something terrible that happened. It is still terrible. It's It'll still never terrible. be right. You'll never be happy. You know, this will always be some terrible wound that you'll never get over. And the child inside will always be carrying that wounds too because this was so bad. And we're saying, no, you can cancel out the power of this divorce culture and bring children back to health. That's right. And that is what we need to dedicate ourselves to, my listener to helping raise healthy children. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus? Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you and that you will live in the love of Jesus.
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 